the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. AM 560 WFIL.com and on the app, it's the Tim DeMoss Show. Starting off with a classic from Dean Martin and his take on let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. That's my philosophy. It's going to be cold, then I want there to be some snow that goes with it. At least sometimes. It's nice. And I'm guessing that'll happen yet, but this week does not look like that's going to be the week. Uh, We have a, a clear evening ahead with a low of 26. Tomorrow, kind of cloudy, high 47. Sixers at Boston tonight at 7.30. Monday Night Football, doubleheader happening. Las Vegas and Cleveland at 5. And then Minnesota and Chicago at 8.15. Eagles are home tomorrow night against Washington. A rare Tuesday night game rescheduled from yesterday. Eagles head coach Nick Sirianni on if quarterback Jalen Hurts will be under center. He was full today. Uh, He's questionable. um, But he's trending in the right direction. We're, We're hopeful. Also tomorrow night, the Flyers home against the Washington Capitals at 7. So downtown going to be an interesting traffic situation. Flyers have been playing better lately. They uh, fired their head coach, Elaine Vigneault, not too long ago. And they lost a couple of games still after that. But now they've won four out of five, including against uh, Ottawa this past Saturday. Interim head coach Mike Yo on if he sees the team making some good progress. Again, I, I feel like there's been a lot of progress. You know, I think that... Most people that are watching the game would have a good idea of what we're trying to accomplish, what our team, what we, what we want to look like, you know, the pace that we can play with when we execute the right way, you know, how tenacious and difficult we can be to play against when we're playing in the offensive zone, having long shifts, possessing the puck, being strong on the puck. And, uh, and then obviously the times that that's not happening, we have to find a way to get back to our game quickly. So, um, you know, there's parts of the game that we're trying to build, but we're, you know, some of that's habits, but also some of it's mindset that we have to continue to work on. Flyers interim head coach Mike Yo, longtime Flyer Claude Giroux, also seems to think some confidence is building for the Flyers. Yeah, I think uh, not because we're winning. It's just I think we're just uh, helping each other, working, working as a team, and uh, things are kind of clicking right now. So you know, we started the game playing very well, and we kind of took over, and then we took our foot off, uh, off the gas, and they came back. So, but uh, you know, in general, offense, defense, we're uh, we're still trying to work on our our game and we know we know we can play better so we just gotta keep communicating keep working together and uh, hopefully wins are gonna come with that that's claude Giroux of the flyers so let's see uh it's the last day for the christmas mortgage miracle contest you've been hearing about for a while you can have your mortgage or rent paid for all of 2022 how great would that be up to fifteen thousand dollars and uh if you want to get entered you still have time but you got to do it by midnight tonight Let's get to WFIL.com, click the Christmas Mortgage Miracle banner, and get entered. There are actually bonus entry opportunities as well. So even though it's last minute, there's still time to definitely get in on that. It is sponsored by Brian Chevrolet, which also sponsors our wonderful program here each day. And one way that we kind of have fun with that 
is to give away gift cards to Duncan, Panera, Rita's, and Wawa, $5.60 a pop. And this hour, special hour, if you text in or email before the end of the hour, before 5 o'clock, you get one. It's that simple. One per household. And if you've won in the past month, we ask that you not uh, get in touch this time. But otherwise, it's not a drawing. It's a guaranteed win. Enough for you to get a couple of coffees or a couple of teas or a couple of snacks, whatever you want to do. Maybe take a friend out and reconnect over the Christmas holiday. So uh, here's the way you do it. 610-500-DOVE. That's our text line. 610-500-3683. Or email me, Timmy D, T-I-M-M-Y-D, at WFIL.com. Just need your name and address with your zip. And that way, when we mail the prizes out tomorrow, we're ready to roll. If you want to throw in the kind of card you like, uh, then you can specify. Again, Duncan, Panera, Rita's, or Wawa. If you don't care, then you don't have to specify. And one more time, the text line 610-500-DOVE, 610-500-3683, or email me before the end of the show, Timmy D, T-I-M-M-Y-D, at WFIL.com. Three special guests this hour, Chris DeGaulle, who is host of our sister station's morning show, Philadelphia's Morning Answer with Chris DeGaulle on 990 AM. He's going to be joining us here in just a couple of moments. Also having Dave Peterson, speaking of which, the sponsor of our program and owner of uh, operator of Briner Chevrolet in Jenkintown, and Caleb Joshua and Becca Lichty, otherwise known as Girl Named Tom. They just won season 21 of The Voice on NBC last week. They'll be joining our program as well. That, the giveaways, some music mixed in along the way as well. It's all happening today on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560 WFIL. Thank you for tuning in today. It's the Tim DeMoss Show podcast, available at WFIL.com. Thanks for listening. AM 560 WFIL, it's the Tim DeMoss Show, and the one and only Chris DeGaul has wandered in the studio. Happy, or no, it's Merry Christmas, then Happy New Year in that order. Merry yeah. Christmas, Tim. Hey, you too. Yeah, Chris, the host of our fine morning program on our sister station. There are two stations in this building here in Lafayette Hill. Of course, you have AM 560 WFIL, and you have Philadelphia's AM 990, The Answer. AM 990, where you can find it on the radio. Uh, 990theanswer.com online and with the app as well. The show, for those who have somehow not ever heard it. I can't imagine it. <laughs> but just <laughs> just work with me in All theory. All right, for the two that are new to town. Who were just born last week. <laughs> and they need to get their, their weaning and their whatever. Uh, you have a, a program, a lot of guests. Cover politics, cover COVID, cover elections. We don't require any vaccination proof to... Listen. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. We don't ask at any point to uh, know what your vaccine status to listen. Okay. Well, yeah. that's that's good to know. And folks can tune in because next year, especially being an election year, they're going to get a healthy dose of Oh, my gosh. I no, I mean, on, on the Pennsylvania side, uh, huge. There's obviously a gubernatorial election and a Senate, United States Senate election, and there's 300 Republicans on in each uh, election, each race. Yeah. So the primaries are crazy, and we've had most of the primary candidates on, you know? Yeah. Uh, so it's, yeah, it's going to be very, very interesting. I try to stay out of primaries and just kind of let those things sort themselves out with the folks that listen. So <laughs> yeah. you got a you got a celebrity doctor, you know, running for Senate now, Dr. Oz. That's crazy. That's right. He's so. from Turkey, I think, if I'm not mistaken. He's well, Turkish, I think. there seems to be great debate about where he is from now. Like he's in Delaware, New Jersey. <laughs> he's got a home there. He's born in Wilmington. Like Wow. Some, some people question that he's really a Pennsylvanian. <laughs> 
but <laughs> that's interesting. That, that's for another day. Well, folks can tune in each weekday, uh, and the conversations often are, I would say, compelling because they're serious. They give really good info. Sometimes the, com- the compelling nature of it comes from the fun that gets mixed in. Or some good, like I think you had Tony Bruno on this morning, right? <laughs> yeah, Philly yeah. Zone. Yeah, the legend. Yeah, and he he will he was half. I mean, he's kidding around a lot, but he's also talking very seriously in the world of sports yep. and some other things too. So, uh, yeah. So, and by the way, I had an email come in. It just said, someone who suggested a story topic for your program, and he said, uh, "I find Chris DeGaulle to be funny, combined with excellent reasoning abilities and oh. solid values." Oh. oh. Well, I've got him duped. Yeah. No, kidding. <laughs> well, That's I, very nice. That's I mentioned nice. that because uh, the program you do each day is definitely different than the program we do in the afternoon here. But there is a little bit of overlap. Like, Tony's actually supposed to join us because he used to work on WFIL years ago. Oh, that's right. I remember so, hearing that. So it's, I, I sent him a note. said, would you come on just to talk a little bit about walking the halls back in the day? That's so cool. So he's like, oh, yeah, we'll do that. So that's – but we're going to talk about something different than what you did, obviously. Yeah. Um, but but anyhow, but you do talk about things like your your faith. I know uh, on the morning show you do each day, and I'm looking back at the year. What what have you? What, how has that grown for you? Your faith, your view on God. And oh all my that? gosh, Tim! I I think um, first of all, I I can every time that you and I have talked on your show, I always imagine that your audience is exactly like our audience in that I think one we share similar values. Most yeah. of our audience, I think, are probably people of faith. Yes. And I think if you're a person of faith, you view the entirety of the news cycle differently because you lead a different life anyway. It doesn't mean you think you're superior. Mm. It doesn't mean you don't th- have problems or, or concerns, but it's it's the panic. It's the worry. I wrote this last week in my town hall column. Um, it's, it's the sales pitch of perpetual fear and panic that's most disturbing to me. And as we close 2022 or 21, heading into 22, it seems that the the push has never been more aggressive for you to fear. And mm. I know that people of faith, we as Christians particularly, we're, 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 we're called not to fear, we're commanded not to fear. And if we believe what we say we believe, we shouldn't live a life of fear. And, and there are people that are just consumed. It defines them every day. And it's yeah. sa- it, I really, it actually makes me sad, not mad not frustrated. It's sad the number of people that are so terrified right now. Well, you do a great job, honestly, at helping navigate through this. Well, I, I initially thought this will blow over in, <laughs> in three to three to four weeks back in the very beginning. A lot of people thought so, yeah. And, you know, at most a couple of months. Sure. And it just has not waned. I mean, it's, it's sometimes a huge event happens, like in Afghanistan, and it gets put in the back burner for a couple of weeks, maybe. Yep. But I recommend folks tune in. It's, uh, again, each weekday, 6 till 9 on a 990 on the AM dial, or you can go to 990theanswer.com online and uh, listen there, too. Uh, but on the fun side of things as well, and that's with Chris DeGaulle, so uh, there's less of you now than there was a year ago. <laughs> yeah, almost exactly a year ago I started it, yeah. Uh, yes, I got on the scale this morning, and unfortunately I'm about the heaviest I've ever been. And I, I wanted to face that because I've avoided the scale. I don't want to be like, all right, January 1st, because – I, I just want to say, all right, if it's an issue, I'd let me get a little running start. At least I can moderate the holidays. When did you start to look in the mirrors more specifically, and what prompted you to actually take action? Yeah, I, I mean, for a long time I drank, which I don't, I don't drink anymore, but drinking was a huge source of calories. Okay. Huge. Yeah. So once I cut drinking out, that dropped quite a bit just you know, without trying. 
and but but then I started to eat a lot more, uh, and <laughs> right? I started eating sh- a lot of sugary stuff that I never used to eat because I drank sugar. You know? Yes, right. Um, but then all of a sudden, dessert started tasting good, and I never ate dessert before. And so I, yeah, I got really big. I got the biggest I'd ever gotten. And in the midst of COVID, I mean, one thing that is true and real about COVID is it really wallops people that are um, overweight. And I was really overweight. I, I think I was probably obese by definition. Um, and so, yeah, I stepped on a scale and I actually ended up working with a medical weight loss doctor. And he said, look, uh, you, you know, this this COVID thing is a real deal for people that are carrying on extra weight. You should think about it. Mm-hmm. And I did. And. So through um, diet and some vitamins and supplements and things like that, yeah, 92 pounds today. Wow. And, and I started the program just after Christmas last year. So Interesting. So before January 1, uh, same thing or th- right, technically? Right kinda... around, right, yeah, just a couple of days before the new year. Because you know what it's like. I mean, even, even to me, even if someone starts just a little before, yep. it's not like, all right, today I'm going to do it. And then by lunchtime, you're off the wagon <laughs> on so January 1. I also won't do these things with my wife. Like, Christine, my wife, wants to, she always wants to, let's start walking together or let's start a diet plan together. I said, <laughs> no, I don't want my, or your diet or our lifestyles dependent on one another. That's got to be something like we do by ourselves, right? Yeah. My wife is the same way. Yeah. And she wants to go, I mean, the just the friendship of walking together and all that. Yeah. I'm with you because Which, that's I'm like, nice, but like, maybe let's do that also, but let's not tie our collective no. health progress to, to each other. I don't think it works. I mean, you know, everybody knows when you're ready and you want to do something for yourself, you do it. But until you have made up your mind, I don't think there's much creative partnering <laughs> or anything else you could do to do it, you know? So. Yeah, everybody's got their own way. Some people want to work out, buddy, or whatever. I mean, that's how you do it. But I, I'm more like you. I need to just, I like working out at a gym. Where I can see numbers. My wife's an yeah. outdoor person. She's like, I don't, why are you going there? I'm like, because I can see mathematically how fast I'm going, and I can weigh myself when I'm done. I take it very systematically. So I'm, men seem to be yeah. able to do. You know, I don't. I hate to speak too broadly, but men do seem to have the ability to do what I've been doing, which is, uh, if you tell me to eat this one thing the same way, the same amount every day, <laughs> and this is how I lose weight. That's what I'll do. Yeah. Whereas I find women often say, oh, I couldn't imagine eating the same thing every day, and yeah. Like, my wife just couldn't do what I'm doing. But I have dined out on exactly the same thing, more or less, for about a year to get to this point. Interesting. No exercise at all, by the way, which is not recommended. Like, I need to exercise, yeah. and I haven't done that yet. But, um, no, I it, you. you tell me what to eat that will help me lose weight, I will do that thing. And I'll just keep doing it until I achieve my goal. Interesting, though. I've actually heard a lot more that what you did eating properly is generally th- three quarters of the battle because uh, I, I used to like think work out and I'll get there, which is fine, but it's true. Just by the opposite of what you don't put in your body. Yeah. Or when, when I'm working out, I don't know about you, but when I do have worked out and then I'm looking at a donut, I'm like, that's 300 calories. I just sweat for 23 minutes Yes. for that one donut that will take me a minute and a half to eat. If yep. that. So I'm like, that's bad time economy. I do look at stuff like donuts like you said and go that is th- that's a 300 calorie blob sitting there. How bad do I want it? You know, knowing yeah. that I've lost the weight. Like how delicious is that donut? Enough that you know, all this work, will, you know. So I'm trying to to really now think cuz I could gain this back. I mean, Tim, I could yes. eat this week and gain 10 pounds back without batting an eye. Yeah. That fast. So that's what's dangerous about it. Do you it. have other motivators? I mean, you have a family of your sons and all that. Do you, do you- Try and at least tell yourself I'm going to be around for them. Or here's um, now. See, this is where I'm going to get kind of heavy for a second. But I, um, much like my drinking, 
uh, my weight, I started thinking to myself, was a projection of my outside self. I started thinking to myself, uh, I drank a little more than I ought to, and I was way heavy. And I just thought, what am I saying about – what is my – am I advertising hmm. – uh, my Christian walk when I look and conduct myself that way. I just, I felt like I looked like a guy that was out of control. And so I was kind of hopeful that maybe through losing weight and not drinking, I would now communicate that I was a guy that had a better handle on his life generally. I think that's spot on. No, that's great. That's so I great. actually, I think I'm, I'm trying to think about my weight as a reflection of my faith. Faith. Yeah. Which, which, makes, I, which I've never done before. You know what? And it's probably one of the things like people will obviously say, you know, don't sleep around or don't – certain things that are more obvious. Mm-hmm. But the weight thing and overeating and gluttony yeah. gets gets pushed down because it, I think it's easy for a lot of us to deal with. And it's like, well, it doesn't say exactly. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jesus doesn't care if we eat at Dunkin' Donuts too much. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you probably won't find it scripturally. That's true. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and I, that's just for me. I don't say it as a judgment on anyone else. Uh, however you end up uh, dealing with your own weight or your image. But I, for, for me, I just know that I ate recklessly and stupidly and didn't care about anything I was consuming. And I, I, to me, I thought, well, that projects a guy that's not very thoughtful or in control. So. I think it's a great point. I think of that with my kids, not to, uh, the living longer part, yes. But, I, but what you just said, I think, speaks well, that the idea is what are you, without speaking, what are you saying to your family even? Because yes. you can teach our kids, they can open the Bible up, we can read at dinner, whatever. But mm-hmm. what are we saying when we don't take care of ourselves? If At minimum, you're saying you're not taking care of yourself. But maybe even more than that, like something actually has a hold of you. That's right. You know, greater than the Lord helping you with those challenges you have. Or that so. you don't respect yourself all that much, you know. Yeah. Like, and, and uh, you know, what does that communicate? And, yeah, so there's psychology in it and the whole thing. Um, yeah. See, I told you I was going to get heavy. <laughs> No, that's good. There you go. And the last thing I'll say is all I can tell you, the only reason I knew, besides that you were changing shape, was you carried this massive water bottle around for a while. Yep. Which Still seemed do. like a practical thing. I drink a gallon of water every day. Okay. Uh, which um, used to be much harder, but now, you know, throughout the course of a day, the water's a huge thing for me. Uh, and I think most people, but I retain a ton of water. So, yeah. you know, you'd find if you start dieting, I think everybody does, you lose, you know, 10, 15, 20, 30 pounds in water weight, depending on how heavy you right, are. Right, right. And so once that's gone, that's when the work of losing the fat kicks in. But yeah. Like, just being puffy is, you know, you start drinking water and hydrating and the puffiness ends. Yeah. Like this wedding ring I'm wearing right now, I couldn't, I didn't wear a ring um, last year at this time because it wouldn't fit on my finger anymore. Wow. And mine is currently stuck, just to your point. It takes me three minutes to get it off. Yeah. But I can, but barely. Yeah. So that's good. Well, I hope I'm in your shoes, not literally, but figuratively, next year at this time, maybe even sooner. Yeah, I I hope so. It's, um... It feels good, but it it will all, I, it'll always be with you. I mean, like you do it, and it's you're never gonna stop thinking about it or working on it. Like I would love to now go back to eating any way I wanted, but I can't. You know, yeah. You think but I think what you said there in the end, if you if you get back to also, I think looking to the Lord for your uh, for your contentment. I think for me, when I've struggled and I default. I start eating when I have a lot going on, and my mind is a little like, yes. I got so much here. I got to get up from my desk and go get something to eat. <laughs> it's real. That is real. So. And that's another, again, not to, I don't mean to preach, but yeah. it's, it's uh, we all do that. We uh, eat our feelings, stuff our feelings when we're stressed out, when we're mad, when we have anxiety, when we're scared, 
we eat. I did. Yeah. And uh, much like drinking, that's, okay, what am I projecting? Am yeah. I, that's saying I don't have enough faith. I'm not leaning on him. I'm not praying enough. I'm not, I don't, I'm not trusting enough. I'm trying to suppress feelings by eating and drinking. Well, so. and to your point, that is a lifelong thing. Like our faith yeah. is not, we're not supposed to get past God. Like I, God help me for this month. Thanks God. All <laughs> yeah, right. I'm out. Right. I'm good. Take care. Right. So there's no shame in that. The struggle back that's and right. forth, you that's know, right. so yeah. that's good. Well, Merry yeah. Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to your family. Thanks, Thanks for, for taking invitation. time. Yeah. Folks want to uh, keep up with you. Christagall.com. You have podcasts there. Every day. They can listen. Take a little time off for Christmas, but yeah. Good. Uh, podcast every day at ChrisTigal.com and Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Um, and you write Chris a lot Tigal. so people can look up townhall.com yep. or anywhere else. Um, that's it. Primarily that's okay. where I write. So yeah. Okay. And of course, on our sister station each weekday morning. Good to see you. Good. Thanks, my friend. Merry Christmas. All right. It's the one and only Chris Tigal from Philadelphia's Morning Answer with Chris Tigal. Back with more in just a moment. WFIL. Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. AM 560 WFIL, it's the Tim DeMoss Show. And we're glad to bring on board our fine show sponsor, Dave Peterson. Hello, sir. Hey, Timmy. Merry Christmas. You too. Owner-operator, Briner Chevrolet, 1700 The Fairway in Jenkintown. How long have you been the uh, Grand Poobah over there? Me, you mean me, myself, or you mean total years in, in existence over well, here in Jenkintown? You, for starters. I have been running around the dealership since I was in diapers. My <laughs> grandfather... My, my, probably some laws being broken there, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, my grandfather actually started the dealership in 1920. Actually, his business in 1928. Chevy store in 1932. I came, I was hanging around when I was a little kid and just uh, probably since 19, I was full-time employed since 1967, maybe. Wow. So, and, uh, a long time. Well, long and it's, time. it's multiple generations. I know your son, Mike, is the GM there. Does he count yet in the generational uh, number count? Or is yeah, he, he to, does. Yeah, he, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's number four. Okay. I didn't know if you had to do something else to get that badge of honor. So he's... Number four, you're number three, and then the two prior to you, which is an amazing thing. I, I just bring it up because the longevity factor, I think, really matters in this day and age, and people are looking to hitch their wagon, so to speak, to somebody who they can trust. And, of course, you love the Lord, too, so that you know you know your stuff and you love the Lord. So it's a great combination. I love uh, letting folks know about you. you know, so, um, and yeah. you know, we appreciate yeah. your sponsorship of the show and the Christmas Mortgage Miracle, which wraps up at midnight tonight. So uh, another yes. tie-in there. So thank you yeah. for doing that. You're um, welcome. Yeah. Any any advice? Uh, I was just thinking the last time we talked, the recommendation I think had been hold tight because of the supply chain thing with computer chips. If you already have yep. something, let it like, keep it running for a while longer. Where do things stand? Still kind of that, that hold and wait? Nothing, yep. Nothing has changed. Nothing. We're getting about the same amount of inventory slowly, day by day by day. And... Um, we're actually selling a lot of cars inbound, meaning they're not even here yet, but the supply is so low that people are seeing online what we have coming in ordered and are, are being shipped, and they're buying them in, you know, inbound, we call it. Wow. And so it's, it's been a crazy, crazy time. Never saw a, 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 a time like this in the auto industry ever, ever. That's really saying yeah. something considering your longevity with 
being in that but, industry. Yeah, but Timmy, uh, they're saying another year on this on this semiconductor thing. So wow, you know, if anything changes, I'll text you and you can tell your listeners. But it's just been been a, a, a weird sequence of events. Plus, with COVID, I'm, you know, the whole world it seems like it's in turmoil. You know, now the COVID's coming back, and yeah, well, so that's why that's why you know, if you're a believer, it makes life a lot easier. There's. <laughs> There is that. That's for sure. Folks, just chat, tune in. We're chatting with Dave Peterson. He's the owner-operator of Briner Chevrolet in Jenkintown. And we uh, have had a long-time friendship and relationship, sponsored the, this show and other shows, and has been connected with the radio station for many, many years. Uh, and so that's great. Great advice. I know that people um, appreciate you, too. It's, it's just on a side note because, obviously, you need to sell cars and do repairs to stay in business. But when you're on with me and in the past – I think people feel like they're learning as you speak and they're not being uh, sold yep. something, yep. so to speak. And that, that matters a lot. And I, You know, it does. And I'll, I'll get a phone call every now and then from one of your listeners just asking a question or, hmm. you know, about cars. And no problem. I, I, I welcome calls. So anytime. That's, that's, well, you used to actually host a radio show on WFIL for a number of years, right? How, how many years were you doing that? I'm look, nine. I'm looking, believe it or not. With Tom Lucidot, I'm looking at the the ball cap. We had hats made back then. Auto Talk on 990. Yes. WNTP back then, so. Correct. So, yeah. That was fun. That right. was fun. Well, WZZD, which is now WNTP, as you mentioned, with Chris right. DeGaulle, uh, who right. actually right. Jo- joined our program today. <laughs> so we had him Didn't on. Yet. Yeah. I mean, we, we have him on every now and again to just kind of cross-promote the stations and get folks an idea of what's going on. So, yeah. Well, no, I'm, I, I'm, I'm asking because do you happen to have copies of those shows anywhere? No. Really? I don't. I don't. Unless Teddy has some archived, but I, I don't. I don't have any. Okay. I'll ask around the station and see if we have some somewhere because there's a wealth of knowledge in those programs. And, yeah, we, uh, we did a lot of talk about um, – mechanical service, that kind of collision, what kind of insurance you really should have on your car, that type of stuff. So okay. it was fun while it lasted. Yeah. It was fun. It, it took time. You know, it takes time to, you know, of all people know this, but <laughs> yeah. it takes time to prep for a, a, a show too. You just, you don't just go on the air and talk. Yeah. So <laughs> I I'd, spend three, I'd spend two, three, four hours, depending on what the subject was, uh, just prepping for the the radio show. Uh, you're speaking my language right now. That's that's pretty much it. Half my day is getting ready for the show, and the other half is other stuff. But it, it does take yep. a long time yep. if you want it to go well. You know, I mean, you with God's blessing, there are days I've gone on the air with very little prep time, and just uh, every day I just ask God to use the show to bless people. And that's uh, right. So and you wing it. <laughs> some yep. days that's how it is, and even if I'm <laughs> well prepared, I want to make sure that it's done in the right spirit. Um, yeah. Yeah. By the way, so uh, uh, folks, again, just tuning in, we're chatting for a few minutes with Dave Peterson. He's the owner-operator of Briner Chevrolet, which sponsors our program. They're at 1700 The Fairway in Jenkintown, also sponsor of a number of things we do on the station, including the Christmas Mortgage Miracle, which wraps up by midnight tonight. You can still enter at WFIL.com. There are bonus entries, too, and at stake, in a good way, the opportunity to have your mortgage or rent paid for all of 2022, up to $15,000. And Dave, as uh, you might expect, it's our most popular contest of the year every year. It simply hits the sweet spot for folks and, and would be a wonderful prize for people to win. So I agree. Yeah. I totally agree. Um, it's if, fun. Yeah, it's, yeah, for sure. It is. Uh, no, it is. Uh, just getting back for a second again to that the supply chain thing and the, and the chips, and you mentioned maybe it's going to be another year. 
of not having a, a great supply or, or inflated prices or, you know, up or whatever the word is. The prices yeah, are higher yeah. now, whether they you're are. buying used or new, right? That's that's the case. Yeah. Vehicle car. So it's it's driven the used car market up, too. I mean, it, it just it follows suit, you know. Okay. But you get more for a trade in, too, if you trade something. Yes. Because the values are up. So. So your advice, which we had talked about before, remains just to remind, just to reiterate for folks, is if you can keep what you have running, running a bit longer. Yeah, fix put, it. Maybe yep. put your money into the service aspect, keep it going, and then wait till the cost comes down on the newer or used cars. Yep, I okay. totally agree. I mean, unless you have a car totaled or you know something like that, or, or it just it needs an engine or something like, that, then you got to bite the bullet and do it. But yeah. Just, just remember, even if you have an automobile with a, a bad trans or something, they're still worth a lot more money than they were, say, a year and a half, two years ago. Yeah. It's, it's totally shocking what's, what's happened in this business. But but it's all legit. There's no, no you know. You're going to find it everywhere. <laughs> it, that's right. right. It, it's just the, the nature of supply and demand, you know. What do the Petersons do for Christmas? Any special we traditions? Do, we do. Not really, but we do a um, Christmas Eve should be in church, by the way, but we do a Christmas Eve family get-together, hmm. and we've been doing it for 30 years, I think. So, And then Christmas Day, we go up to my son Mike's house, and we and we um, exchange gifts with the kids, and, and then we leave there about 12, 1 o'clock, leave them alone, just go home and kind of kick back and relax, just Elk and I, my wife and I. So. Yeah. I love that. Good time. Good I love time. that. I don't, and if you don't mind, I know you've shared about the loss of your son a number of years ago. He was twenty nine. Uh-huh. Yeah. How old was he? He was tw- he was nineteen. 19. It was actually it was actually thirty years ago this December eighth. Wow. So, so yeah. well, I mention it because obviously Christmas and the holidays can be you know a great time, uh, but can also be uh-huh. a hard time. Maybe at the yes. same time, right? How yeah, was, it was a tough Christmas. Yeah, how, well, for sure. I mean, over the, and now 30 years ago, how, how has, would you say, your faith and your wife's faith and family come into play? Just, and what have you seen God do over the years? With I just, all yeah, that? I just think, I just think it reinforces it because we knew he was a born again Christian, baptized, professed his faith in front of the whole congregation of the church, Shelton Baptist Church. And so, you know, when, our, our homes are not here on earth. Our home is not here. It's it's in heaven one day. Yeah. So you know one day you're going to see him, Amen. and that just takes all of the most of the the, the um, turmoil, if I could say that, and 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 the uh, pain and sorrow because hey, we're going to see him. Yeah, you know. So wonderful way to live. Amen. Well, I, it is. I, I'm, it is. I'm, we're glad to know you, Dave. We're glad to have you as a friend of the station. You too. And, um, you too. Please greet your family for us. I saw your son, Mike, on the lot the other day. He's getting yep. our van worked on. And uh, it was a great chat with him for a few minutes. And uh, hopefully we get a chance to see you again soon, too. You, you got her, buddy. Thank you. Have a wonderful have a great Christmas. Holiday. Great Christmas. You too. Bye-bye. 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 Stave Peterson on the Tim DeMoss Show, owner-operator Brian Chevrolet, again, 1700 The Fairway in Jenkintown, sponsors our program. Also, the Christmas Mortgage Miracle, which wraps up at midnight tonight. You can have your rent or mortgage paid for all of 2022, up to $15,000. Still time to get entered by midnight, and there are bonus entry opportunities you share on social media, that sort of thing. So even at this late date, there's still an opportunity for you to win. Don't let the fact that we've been doing this for a while deter you from trying.
Sometime before midnight tonight, get to WFL.com. It's right on our homepage and get entered for that Christmas mortgage miracle. By the way, we are continuing to give away gift cards courtesy of Briner Chevrolet in Jenkintown. We do this every now and again. Duncan, Panera, Rita's, Wawa. You choose $5.60, enough for you to get a couple of cups of coffee or tea during the cold winter months, or perhaps you want to get a Rita's and save it for springtime. Whatever you want to do, send me a text before 5 o'clock, and we'll give you one, courtesy of Briner Chevrolet. Just uh, text your address in there, if you would, so we can just uh, mail it out. In fact, tomorrow we're mailing all the prizes out. So uh, the number again, 610-500-DOVE, 610-500-3683. Name, address with the zip, and we'll mail out one of those gift cards to you tomorrow, courtesy of Briner Chevrolet. $5.60. We like to spread the wealth around, so uh, claim one one for yourself, one per household, if you don't mind. And if you've won in the past month, uh, we ask you to hold off on that, too. Otherwise, it's a, a guaranteed win. We're not putting you in a drawing. You'll get one. How about that? I like that a lot. like making a lot of listeners happy. 610-500-DOVE for that. 610-500-3683. Before 5 o'clock today. If email's easier for you, feel free to do that, too, to D T-I-M-M-Y-D, at WFIL.com. Coming up in just a moment, looking forward to having siblings Caleb and Joshua and Becca otherwise known as Girl Named Tom. They just won season 21 of The Voice last week. They'll be joining us on the Tim DeMoss Show next. Listen to AM560, WFIL.com, and on the WFIL app. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560, WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. AM560 WFIL, it's the Tim DeMoss Show, and we're glad to cap off our program with a wonderful set of guests. They're related, two brothers and a sister, Caleb, Joshua, and Becca Lichty. They're known as Girl Named Tom, and just last week, they were named Season 21 Champion of The Voice on NBC. How are you guys doing? Hi, Tim. How are you? Yeah, congratulations. Thank you, sir. You guys must be <laughs> exhausted in a good way. <laughs> well, take it's a nice s- to have this to celebrate and be together with family for sure. Coming down the home stretch towards Christmas and everything, um, take a second if you would and share about your path to the voice. Like, what or who initially planted that seed to think, let's give this a shot? You know what? It was our voice teacher who taught us voice lessons back in when the boys were in high school and I was younger. She's been an amazing mentor through our whole musical careers this far. And she sent us an email that said, hey, the voice is taking auditions. Um, but it was like two days until the audition slot was closing. So I said, hey, boys, let's just give it a shot. What do we have to lose? I think what we've got is really special together. And they were like, why don't you just do it yourself? You've got a way better chance of winning yourself. And I thought, well, no, but let's, I, maybe we won't win, but let's just do it so that People hear our sound on the big stage, you know? Yeah. Um, and so that's really all we went into it, thinking, like, we'll just take what we do on the big stage and maybe, you know, we might turn a chair, maybe not, but at least some people might hear us and, and it would open up some doors. So that's what we went into. And then what happened with four chairs turned around? We were absolutely stunned. And then it is just like every round that we made it past further was even more shocking than the last. So we are very just humbled and grateful to be in the position we are today. And, and we know that the voice is just a stepping stone to the future too. And we want to have a 
a good long career here, and we're just so, so excited. <laughs> That's a special thing. Uh, Joshua, Caleb, and Becca, which are some solid biblical names, parenthetically I'll put in there, uh, by the way. Um <laughs> Join us on the Tim DeMoss Show today. And, you know, you say a lot of things there. One of them, I, I've watched pretty much all of the performances. That four-chair turn, the very beginning of the public you know, one on TV, the blind audition. Had you discussed ahead of time? Because I could see three of you saying that each a different judge. Like, who are you going to work with? And then had you figured it out ahead of time? Or what, what was your thoughts? Had you gotten that far and just did it in the moment? We, we had thought that far ahead. Um, but our whole plan went out the window when we uh, – <clears throat> Well, <laughs> when, when we had all four options in that moment. And okay. so, yeah, it was really interesting. We all kind of had different leanings, but um, we're so glad we went with Kelly. Yeah, we're really, we're really grateful well, that we went with Kelly. Yeah, it certainly worked out, obviously. Uh, and the journey itself, uh, Becca, you're mentioning how many songs overall? Was it 10 or 12 you do by the time it's all done? Something like that? Well, I was, the reason I ask is I was curious as I'm watching the different performances, I'm thinking if you're mapping things out ahead so that you quote unquote peak at the right time and you don't use what you might consider your best song too soon or even with how you dress and like, how do you, was there, is that part of the strategy to think? Cause you also don't want to not get to use your best song if you got eliminated early. So how did you think through that kind of a strategy or did Kelly talk to you about that at all? Oh, yeah. No, we didn't really think ahead at all. Um, we hmm. treated every week like it was our last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just Use focused, our best song yeah. every week. Yeah, give it give it all you got every week, and then if if it's enough to get you to the next one, then do it again. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. You know, we recently had Richard Carpenter of the Carpenters on the program, and of course, with his sister oh, Karen. Wow. Yeah, with the Karen, yeah. right? All those songs. And, yeah. Um, Richard, known more for the writing and the arranging and Karen for her voice, but they both had giftings. Like Karen was a drummer, so she wasn't like just yeah. her voice. And, and Richard, of course, had a really good voice too. Um, so the complimentary, bringing that together. I was thinking about the three of you because when I read comments on, on your performances, there was a lot of comments about the group of you. So I, I just thought maybe you could each share a little bit what you think you bring to the table that helps the sound of Girl Named Tom work. Oh, I love that question because it is such a, you know, everyone has their their gifts in this group, and you know, I think I think Caleb is our very very much our like practical and and um, business minded guy, and he keeps us on track. You know, and and Josh is like very social, and he connects well with with like audiences. I think people really feel his joy through mm-hmm. that, and um, I don't know what we all bring. We bring different things. And we allow space for each creative, other. Yeah, we all have a different creative side. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When we're arranging, yeah, when we're arranging music, it's a, uh, it's like, it, there's tension, like we've said. Um, it's not, it's not easy, yeah. but and it takes us a long time to to work it out. But we all tend to have similar visions in the end, and yeah. we we trust we trust each other, and we we want to make the best product we can. Um, and we just love music. We love harmonies. Yeah, well, it's obvious, you know. And by the way, I found a photo this morning of our. T- we have two sons uh, and a daughter. We have, we have three daughters, but the the top three, the first three, they literally did the math. They match your ages a few years from now, if God gives them those years to come. Yet they're currently twenty three, wow. twenty one, and eighteen. 
and and yeah. they they sing in our home. They've been homeschooled. There are a lot of similarities. Uh, the picture I found this morning was my two sons um, putting their hands and head on my wife when she was pregnant with our girl. Yeah. And um, you know God's faithfulness over the years, seeing all that, and uh, and and I just was thinking about the you know God sending two princes ahead of the princess, uh, so to speak. Yeah. Um, so how was that? I'm just curious the brother sister dynamic. How that's been for you as well over the years, protective wise and growing together. It's, it's interesting you said the two princes ahead of a princess. Our dad, our dad would say the same thing. He actually wrote a song about that, um, hmm. or with those lyrics in it. So that's that's cool that you just said that. Um, oh wow! Yeah, it, it's been amazing to to be a trio of siblings, even before we were a trio of musicians. Um, yeah. Yes. I don't know our our birth order and our relationship affects everything we do about our personalities, our lives. We were each other's only friends for the first long phase of life, and so with homeschooling, yeah, everything was together. Um, and I think a lot of of our like like our parents just taught us that we're on each other's team. You know, there's no competing here, um, and and so we genuinely grew up with with wanting the best for each other. And regardless of birth order, I think we all look up to each other. I love that. You mentioned your dad too. Just uh, your dad's been been sick, right? Can people? Uh, uh, how can people pray for him or or you guys too? Yeah, for strength um, and patience, uh, and just I don't know. He's he's such a stubborn, gritty guy, <laughs> and he he fights every day, and okay. he's doing this therapy that is really difficult. And even when it seems impossible, he gives it a try. And we're so proud of him and inspired by him. Okay. So, what's what's yeah, his name? Chris. Chris. So folks can pray for your dad, Chris, uh, for sure. And last quick question. There's a single out, No no Snow for Christmas. I love it. It's fun. It, it does different things as the song progresses. What kind of winners did you guys have growing up? I have family in Chicago where it's horrible sometimes in, the, you know, in a fun way. But and you were in Ohio growing up. Is that right? That's right. Yep. And the winters for Christmas were usually snowy. Um, but as the years have gone on, it's less and less snow <laughs> around the Christmas time. Yeah, yeah. a little less. You guys love it when it does snow? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Love it. <laughs> so it's kind of a sad song. No snow anymore for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, the picture of that that I watched on YouTube, it's, a, it's someone looking out the window. You know, it looks like, come on, man. When, <laughs> when are we going to get the snow? So yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's fun. Well, Joshua, uh, Kayla, Becca, it's great to make your acquaintance. Girl named Tom. Congratulations again. God bless you and your family, and have a great Christmas. Thank Thanks, you. Tim. Thanks, Tim. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. All right, Caleb, Joshua, and Becca Lichty, siblings, otherwise known as Girl Named Tom. They won season twenty-one of The Voice just last week. We'll wrap up our show in a second with that song I was talking about, "No Snow for Christmas." One final reminder on two different things. If you want to get a gift card, a guaranteed win, $5.60 to Duncan, Panera, Rita's, or Wawa, text me before 5 o'clock, or you can email me, Timmy D, T-I-M-M-Y-D, at WFIL.com. Text line is 610-500-DOVE. You choose 610-500-DOVE, 610-500-3683, or Timmy D, T-I-M-M-Y-D, at WFIL.com. Name, address, and zip. And we'll get you a gift card to Duncan Panera, Rita's, or Wawa, courtesy of Brian or Chevrolet. It's a guaranteed win. There's one per household. And uh, if you've won in the past month, 
we ask you to hold off. Otherwise, it's a guaranteed win. Just get that to us. We're going to be mailing prizes out tomorrow. The other thing is the Christmas Mortgage Miracle wraps up at midnight tonight. You can have your mortgage or rent paid for all of 2022, up to $15,000. Brian and Chevrolet, a sponsor of that contest. And uh, it's still time to get in on it. There are bonus entries you can do as well. So sometime between now and midnight, right on our homepage, you'll see the Christmas Mortgage Miracle banner. Click through that and get on board, and I will be rooting for you. That all said, let's wrap up the show now with No Snow for Christmas, Girl Named Tom on the Tim DeMoss Show. Thanks for listening. Have a wonderful night. Because Christmas will never be the same. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 to 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.